Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. Please remember this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor or investment specialist before you make any changes to your investment policy or stocks or bonds or real estate you may own. I am not an investment advisor. I am simply talking about what I'm doing in our investments for your entertainment purposes. It is Thursday, November 25th, 2021. If you're celebrating Thanksgiving today, if you live in the United States or even in Canada, I celebrate as well. I celebrate two Thanksgivings a year, which is great. Um, Happy Thanksgiving. we all have a great deal to be thankful for, and this is a day to, another day we should be doing gratitudes, and, and um, you know, we should be every morning thinking about the things we have, that the, the fortune that we have in the sense of, um, you know, people around us that uh, we care about, and all of the things that matter to you each day. Make sure you put in your state of awareness for a while so that you, you're really able to experience that, because we can get pulled in pretty quickly to all the other madness and things that are around us and today of all days it's a great day to just step back take a deep breath and just enjoy uh, some great food and uh, perhaps in our case some fun football will this bubble ever burst you know i remember i I think it might still be out there there was a there was a gum called bubbly bubblicious i think it was I, i don't know who made it and i'm you know i'm probably saying it wrong but it's just I was in the grocery store the other day, and just yesterday actually, and the bill was like almost 300 bucks. And I started looking around to what was in my my uh, bags afterwards, and I started thinking, well, I didn't buy any meat. I don't buy really any dairy. Uh, I buy mainly vegetables, fruits. We have some frozen here from the summer uh, and the great farms down the road. So I, I did buy a lot of vegetables. And a few other things, canned tomatoes, you know, things that you you buy to sort of, and I did splurge on a few chips for Thanksgiving. But other than that, it was pretty basic stuff. And I just returned, we just returned from a, a business trip on the East Coast and had, had toured a number of properties and, and looked at a number of, uh, talked to a number of people, looked at real estate pretty much throughout the South Shore and also in other parts. And realize very quickly this this is this is a huge bubble. This is this is you know cash flow properties are very hard to find. Um, and regardless of where you live, I think even if you're in the most remote area of New Brunswick, or if you're in a you know a sort of isolated region of British Columbia, you have heard about the real estate prices. So you're not about to let a property go for less than what you think is fair value, which is not fair value to most investors. And when I hear, um, 
young podcasters and supposed real estate experts talk about buying for for increase in equity prices, meaning the asset will go up, the building will go up. You're going to lose money every month on interest. And when you calculate everything together, you'll lose money. It'll be negative cash flow. But don't worry because the, the property will go up in value. Now, there's some issues on Zillow, and I didn't know that Zillow... Uh, was actually involved in in buying properties, but apparently there was something regarding they had a difficult time in selling properties they were trying to flip. And I didn't know they actually did that. I heard the term, and I stand corrected, uh, 7,000 properties. Um, But I'm not sure if that is in fact true, but it does remind us that it is possible for uh, problems to emerge in the flipping business Um, because what happens when you flip is you're expecting that the property or the thing that you buy um, is is going to go up in value so Zillow apparently had what's called a home flipping division and it's not going to do that anymore It, it, it had 421 million dollars in losses for the three month period ending September 30th 2021 that's that's a lot of dough. So one of the things I think it's important to think about is um, that it's not simple. You don't just buy something, wait, and it'll go up in value, and you're going to make a lot of money. Um, it does take uh, skill and mentoring and access to capital and conservative thinking and systems and all kinds of things that we're not going to get into here, but is clearly... Um, an issue when it comes to real estate investing. So so back to the bubble idea. I have no idea. I mean, I, I think I can remember being a kid and blowing bubbles, and some bubbles can be extremely, extremely large before they burst. And some just float away and they don't burst. And I don't know if that's, a you know, an accurate way to look at what we're facing today, but, you know, a number of people have been asking me, well, what should I do? What, what's going to happen? Should I buy a property? Should I sell a property? I have no idea. All I know is, right now, it costs a lot to buy groceries. <laughs> you can't find a bargain when you go look at real estate today. There's very few cash flow properties. Um, I'll tell you one experience. I won't tell you where because I don't think that's, and I don't want to embarrass anybody, but we had an accepted offer. This was an accepted offer on a property we hadn't seen other than online. And what seems to be happening today is people are taking pictures of properties in their best light, if you will, or perhaps even altering some of them so that they look incredibly different than they actually are. And we went to look at this property, and we had negotiated a price which was about $75,000 below asking, I believe. I could be wrong on that. It was either fifty, either fifty or seventy-five. In getting to the property, it was um, across the street from the ocean, so it meant all checked all the boxes get to the property and oh my goodness it was it was organized whoever designed it you know to rebuild it it had been rebuilt not that long ago um you know my definition of a finished basement obviously isn't their definition of a walkout finished basement and it went on and on so so obviously we walked from that deal and and realized that the only you know the only thing we're going to do probably is build on our existing lands that there really isn't anything that's currently built that's going to be of value or meet the requirements that we have of quality uh, for people to rent short or long-term 
or even for us to stay in on occasion. So back to the bubble analogy. What what, what am I doing? I'm doing nothing because the, the, the bubble issue is one that, that I've seen in other situations and there's no way to predict how large the bubble could grow. We could be going on for years. It could end tomorrow. I have no idea. Uh, there is a likelihood that if it does end soon, it will be kind of nasty. Um, inflation continues to go up and we're starting to see more and more difficulties associated with that. Um, when you think of the price of oil, which is great for the west coast of Canada, Alberta, for example, there are so many products and services that, that rely on oil and fossil fuels to be created so far that we don't have enough time to transition. So there's been a lot of uh, deadlines put out there about when we're going to stop using natural gas, for example, or oil, which <clears throat> I have no idea how that's going to happen if we don't have transition periods to handle that uh, movement away if we ever will. So when it comes to a bubble, we're certainly in one, I can tell you that. Um, just sit tight and see what happens and, and be prepared. Uh, it's almost like, you know, some of the natural disasters we've had in the last few weeks in Abbotsford, B.C., and just recently on the east coast of Nova Scotia with the rain. Be prepared. And what does be prepared mean? Uh, well, obviously, if it's a natural disaster, there's a kit you can have that has water and all those things, and we all probably need that in our cars and everywhere. But when it comes to financial uh, kits, it's probably have cash, it's probably have some options, you know, tie in mortgages if you have them, which is what we're doing, uh, because long term, uh, you don't know what's going to happen. And stress test your properties, you know, stress test that 10% interest, what happens to those payments when all of a sudden interest rates are 10%. I'm Hank for Shrink Money Advice. Look forward to speaking with you again next time. Be safe, be careful, and uh, Enjoy the bubblicious ride, I guess. Take care. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 